Hello, hopefully you can hear us. Welcome to Wolves Fancast Live. Yet we decided to do another live podcast. Don't worry, Luke. Just in time. <laughs> you didn't speak, just in time. Uh, get involved with uh, tonight's podcast at WWFC Fancast on Twitter, on Facebook. We've started a thread, uh, Wolves Football Fancast Show. Uh, we're here to talk about that 3 3 draw against Reading. We've got Luke Thompson, FIFA Beast. Back from my two podcast ban. I know, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Happy to be here. What was the ban for? Disinfectant abusive to, yeah, yeah. to Dave, yeah. But, you know, We've all been there. Yeah. yeah. Well, Richard probably, because yeah. he seems quite posh. But, <laughs> <laughs> but so, you know, it's just, when you pund it at this level, you just want to pund it week in, week out. You don't want any weeks on the sidelines, so I'm just glad to be back. <laughs> We're just trying to have that sin bin thing, I think, you know. <laughs> uh, FIFA beast, any uh, demolishings on uh, FIFA? Yeah, I've, I've received a few. But, uh, <laughs> But yeah, I'm still bedding in. We've been, we've all, been, we've all been there this weekend. I think yeah. everyone's feeling a bit delicate, especially considering I couldn't shoot a gun, let alone shoot on FIFA. <laughs> um, we've got Luke Regan back for the first time in. I don't know how long. It was since the last last live podcast. Know, yeah. um, you want to come back for the big? Occasion, I, I do. Yeah. The big dog is back. But, how's um, the scooter? Because that's the reason why you couldn't turn up. <laughs> oh, it's got a game. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this morning I've had to uh, look like a right. Character, shall we say, walking through Tipton with me helmet on, uh, pushing me bolt through Tipton because I. Not surprised you didn't get stopped and the police walking <laughs> robbed it in Tipton. <laughs> to be fair, you know, I, the last when it broke down the last time, I was sat in King Standing for two hours waiting for the RAC to come up. I'm from Tipton, I've had some scary experiences <laughs> in my life, but when there's a group of kids walking past, you're going, yeah, blood, I could take him, yeah. <laughs> it's quite scary, I was sat there. Hold your chain, rig, swing the chain. <laughs> uh, I've also got um, Statman, lover of notepads. Richard Hobbs, right with this. Right. I don't have anything for me to say. I, lo- I love the fact <laughs> that after I called him posh, you've gone for that. Yeah. What? 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 Michael Barrymore. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to talk about if we've got time the Huddersfield game on Wednesday, and um, we're going to talk about Reading in a second. But firstly, uh, if you like the work we do on here on Wolves Fancast, please vote for us at the Football Blogging Awards 2014. Uh, go to www.footballbloggingawards.co.uk and click on the vote now section and put uh, Wolves Fancast under the podcast category and uh, put Richard Hobbs down for the new category as well. And there's more details on our website, wolvesfancast.com. But if you have voted for us so far, uh, thanks very much. It's been very much appreciated, hasn't it, gentlemen? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we just appreciate every every vote we can get. You know, it means a lot to us to be nominated for these kinds of awards. And Bantam's banter haven't gone for it this year, apparently. So we might win. I wish they had. I'd love to beat them, I would. <laughs> I, would I would love it. it. I would love it if we beat them. <laughs> Uh, so we're going to start off with the 3-3 draw against Reading today. Wolves twice took the lead in the second half, only to give away their advantage. Probably a bit of a poor first half. Reading seemed to wake up after Savile's chance early on in the game. Then the second half, for the neutral, it would have been a fantastic game. Um, a tell of two halves. Initial reactions, happy with the point or disappointed that we didn't grab all three? Regan, I'll let you go first. I think you've got to be happy with a point away to a decent team like Reading. Now, I think if you keep winning your home games and you keep getting points away from home, generally that is a good positive thing and that is the sensible way to look at it. However, we're football fans and we look at things in 90-minute basis. He's not in whatever 46 times 90s. Um, see, I'm back. Um, <laughs> generally, I was a bit disappointed with the performance, truth be told. I thought that all three were good goals that we uh, scored. I, I thought him... But I liked Henry's. Um, Dave is still deadly, even though that was that was credited to the. Was it goal, it was wasn't goal. It the no, yeah. it wasn't an own goal. Dave distracted him. That's what I've decided. Dave distracted him, and thus it was Dave's goal. Um, trying to think who got the second there. I've had a complete. Lee Evans. Lee Evans got the second. 
generally, I think it was good performances all round in terms of going forward. Struggled a bit at the back, obviously, to keep clean sheets, and I thought that we could have done a lot better with um, with all three goals, really. Mm. Luke Thompson, initial thoughts. Um, again, you know, you would have you would have taken a point before the game. You certainly would have took a point at half time, but as Regan says, it changed over the course of the game. So you know, you, we are. You would be a little bit disappointed to lose being three to up with two minutes of normal five time. Minutes of, five minutes yeah, of normal yeah. time to go. It's, it's a, it's, sorry, but but um, overall, a point away from home. <laughs> you can't be too unhappy with that you know we're still third in the league so we're still up there with, with the big boys in a good strong position um, we, we, can, we're continuously ticking on yeah. It's, yeah. It's, one of them, it's one of them things really we should still be unbeaten mm. I think that the disappointing thing is when you've come back from what, from being behind to then lose the lead twice you've got to look at it ultimately as two points lost mm. and that is the bit that is the big Divisionary points yeah. that you can take from it. However, you have to put your sensible heads up. It's hard overhead to a certain extent. Head, you always take the point away from home. If you offer me a point away from home every game, I'd take twenty-three points away from home in a season. Then, you, then you, all you've got to do is continuously try and do well at home. Uh, Richard, what were your initial thoughts on today's draw? Yeah, I think draws probably a fair result. Um, Say so we weren't up to it first half. Reading clearly had a great game plan in terms of closing us down. You know, I think. If we, I've only been for home games this season, but the other teams haven't seemed to cotton on about to close down Kevin McDonald mm-hmm. and just sort of let him pick the ball off the centre half's turn and get his head up. Reading, on the other hand, put two men on him all the time. Mm. And he had probably, I reckon, probably his poorest game yeah. for Wolves. I think, uh, I think, I think that that comes from Adkins being such a good manager, though. Yeah. I really do write Adkins they, as a. As a one of the top English managers in this country because let's face it there aren't that many in the Premier League anymore. I think I think McDonald did well going forward but I think defensively yeah, he, um, I thought some of his distribution was, really was poor as well he, 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 chipped, he chipped one, one ball in it was, it was, I couldn't figure out who he was trying to chip it to but just his tracking back as well sometimes it would go past him and he would just do a little jog he wouldn't well, seem I mean, to there wasn't the urgency for, for Reading's first goal Savile's out two on one it's McDonald and Sacco was both in no man's land marking mm. no one so either one of them could have came to help Savile out in that situation yeah, it was a bit school um, McDonald half-heartedly has come across to mm. stop the cross so you know that defensively that's very poor from McDonald this how, is, rare, this, how rare is it though we're talking about yeah. McDonald in a poor performance this is going to be the season where you see what McDonald is made of last season he was great but he was, he was great in a league which he was too good for as were most of the most of the Wolves team, really, mm-hmm. if, if we're being brutally honest. Now, this is a season where he's finally getting challenged. And yeah, he's going to have bad games. He's had good games. He's going to have average games. This is where we'll push on. And a year at this level, or a couple of years at this level, will be what he needs to take the next step mm-hmm. forward. He had a great write-up in Sky Sports this yeah. week about the, the pass rate completion he's got. He's First a... player to get over 500, is mm. it? And only one other player got... Um, at that point had over 400 which I believe was Scott Goldborn the fact that we've got two players in that mm, yeah. is incredible well, wasn't it I don't know if it was the fancast account that tweeted it or something like we got 80 was it us in Huddersfield or something uh, us in Brighton that had the highest pass rates yeah. uh, percentages and we were over had nearly a thousand more passes than Brighton I think we were like 86% they were like 85 or something mm. Yeah, I think it so, was Derby. That was second. I think it was, no, it was, it was the Football League seventy two. That tweet. Yeah, Bournemouth quite high. I thought well. it, no, I'm, I'm, I'd be willing to put something on. I've got it in my head that it's Brighton, but 
We're back at it, Lou. We're back at it. Can we go see what Brightwood offers? Um, Let's move on from a Let's talk about Lee Evans. Superb. Yeah, score of the second goal. Quality. Quality. Talk talk about that performance, Lou. Just absolute quality. Do what you're told. He's he's matured into that role. First couple of games of the season, I was a bit wary. I thought, oh, is it a a step too far, too soon? Because no doubt he, he will be minimum championship quality yeah. player when he's 24, 25, 26. But I think this performance, you know, he's he's central midfield. Well, he, play, he played a bit further up today, he didn't he? He played sort of a um, bit more attacking, didn't he? With, but uh, I, just, I just thought, for such a young guy, especially in the second half, he took the game by the scruff of the neck. And I think he carried us. Well, he yeah. certainly carried our midfield with runs forward, breaking up of play, winning fouls. Um, his passing, his distribution, I thought was for me. I mean, I think Oliver Norwood got man of the match. I think so, yeah. Um, but I would have gave it. Obviously, I don't really I think pay attention to Reading. Giving it to Wolves, but, but for to Wolves player, Evans was was man of yeah. match by by a country mile for me. Yeah, um, yeah, I'd second that. He was great uh, last weekend as well, um, and this week again. You know, he's really stepped up again. And I think a lot probably has to do with. You know, competition for place in midfield. So we've signed in Savile, um, Rose back to fitness. So he is, you know, he's having to really work to stay in the team. And, you know, he's doing a great Might be a week out here and having not been able to get to the podcast last week. I, I haven't been that particularly impressed with Rose so far. With what I've seen I, him. Think, I, think, I think he loses the ball quite easily. Well, well he's, he's made what, I, he made a very brief appearance Rowe did against I'm, Bolton yeah. and then before that he hasn't really... I'm pretty sure it. I said on the first podcast he isn't going to be fit until October because he just ha- he hasn't had a pre-season has, There, there is that, so. but having, what, having seen what I have against Bolton, yeah. it wasn't necessarily the fitness aspect yeah. I thought he lacked. I thought he was making silly passes and he was losing the ball quite well, I thought out of him and Savile, Rowe was the better player in that game against Bolton. Um they're telling you, you're, you're, you're yeah. entitled to your opinion, but you're the host and we're the pundit. So <laughs> yeah. you shut up and ask the questions. Um, let us know what you think of uh, Lee Evans' performance today at WWFC Fancast and Facebook Wolves Football Fancast Show. We started a thread uh, for the live podcast. Um, someone else who I thought did quite well today got the first goal for Wolves, Lee Henry, James Henry. Um, is he cementing his place now? No, do you know what? I thought he People may disagree, but I wasn't too convinced with his performance today. I thought first half. Blasphemy. I thought first half, both Henry and Saka was absolutely terrible. I don't there think was, anyone came there, out. There, there was no service. service. Credit, yeah, second half he improved, but I still think from what we saw today, there's a lot more to come from Henry than what he displayed today. I was just happy he celebrated. Yeah. <laughs> Were you were you thinking he was going to go for the apologetic? Yeah. Lampard, I get it. I do get it with Lampard, that, but like, I, 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 even Ronaldo, it, when he was at United, so when he scored for, against United for Real, but like, he was there for a few years when he was a kid, he got no major real affinity mm. to the team. Mm. I like to, see, I like to, I mean, when, I suppose when it's against us, it probably hurts a bit more, but like, I mean, Keogh didn't celebrate and I respected him for that because he, he'd had a good chunk of his career there, but I, I'd have been, an, I'd have probably been a tad annoyed if he did just ran away, like, at least he get it. Yeah. I mean, well, he get it more than I expected. He, he, he's it's not got a patron out of by your when no. he played for Man City and scored against Arsenal. <laughs> yeah. That's the best That's celebration. That's like the polar end of it. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. You've got the Lampard, <laughs> yeah. the by all, both at the same end of the ground. Yeah. But yeah, that's possibly the best celebration against former club I've ever seen. But back to Henry, 
I don't know. I was I was a bit underwhelmed with his performance today. I know he scored, yep, yeah, but I. I don't know. He did put a couple of good balls in, and his ball, his, his balls, his, his, uh, his, his crossing, his crossing reminds me a bit like David Beckham. Just his oh, technique when he strikes. No, he gets a great arc on it. Yes, um, and that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying, oh yeah, he's David Beckham, but when he crosses the ball, yeah. just look at. I, his, I see your position, how he his yeah, body is when and he's how he how he approaches the ball, how his body's shaped when he strikes through the ball and. The trajectory well, of the ball. James Henry was one of the. Um, have yeah. you seen that much viable yes. the te- um, Telegraph team? Future England team. Future England team for, England for, for the 2014 World Cup. James Henry was the right winger. Yeah. It was a nice finish though by Henry. Oh, yeah, it was a good finish. Angle. I mean, he has got a lot of goal time for, but that's a very hard finish still because the ball's coming across at mm. pace. He's not going to have seen it till pretty late because there's quite a lot of defenders in the way. Yeah, it's just and then it sort of. It has took a little bit of a bounce up before it's reached his foot. So that could have come off his shin. And gone wide, so it's still good to keep control. Instinct of the shot, finish. It's a sign of a good striker. If they finish on instinct, well, actually, I think probably most people finish on instinct, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, the sign of a yeah. good striker yeah. is the composure yeah. to finish at the top. I mean, to be, I, mean I did have a. Time, I had a couple of quid on James Henry any time goal scorer at 4 to 1, so mm. I was quite pleased when that went in. So Wolves uh, took the lead then straight after with Lee Evans, and then once again, actually, not once again, but um, Reading got back in the game straight away. Doherty, I thought, second half was he was, uh, was, he, he, was defensively. he kept late. Who was the guy he was mocking? Number twenty three. But yeah, he kept leading him on. See, we said black, but you know, but you black man. Yeah. <laughs> but he kept getting free. Wasn't really marking he, his man. He's I, done that the last couple of weeks because for the um, Bolton penalty last weekend, he didn't bother tracking back um, on his runner. You know, he's. I like Doherty. I mm. think he's got great potential, but he does seem to switch off a little bit. And he did that again for a goal. Where he didn't keep his shape, and he kind of went too far in and just left. left yeah, his he seemed to, he, for some reason he decided to close the send. He went for the he marked the wrong bloke. Mm. Yeah. He, was mar- he went for the bloke that was already being marked, and then it, I can't even remember who it was that scored. No, was it because uh, Taylor was Taylor got Taylor, Taylor, I think. Yeah. Taylor, yeah. but he was completely free. Yeah, and he had all the. Because, I mean, Doherty was facing the wrong way, and the ball just completely took him out of the game, yeah. didn't it? Yeah. The pro- he was, and he was. But Neither a, here nor there. And the problem I had is I was watching it on my iPad because my uh, stepdad, big golf fan, was watching the Ryder Cup. And I got looking at the big one because Wolves have scored. It's 2 1. So he flicks it over. And just as he flicked it over, I see. There was a bit that happened just afterwards as well where they played the ball down the middle and Doty mm. went into centre back position. And if Akimi had to come out to collect the ball, yeah. somebody would have been free on then. Oh, well. Mm. Uh, but then Wolves took the lead then. Uh, Dave Edwards always an own goal wasn't it in the end it was a black man own goal yeah it was um, and then straight away <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> okay and just, it's just the way it's just a black man own goal as if that's completely different to like the white man own goal <laughs> and then a few minutes later uh, Reading um, equalised unlucky for Danny Bart because it did take yeah, him off didn't it's, it it's just one of those well, I, I, mean, think he, a, I think it was going in if it yeah, yeah. After, yeah. yeah it is a it was a, in the words of Harry Renner, it was a terrific strike, wasn't yeah. it? Couldn't have caught it any sweeter, and Akimi yeah. was left with no chance. What annoyed me was we we'd scored that third goal, and then we had another corner, and we were trying to hold it in the corner. Yeah, that was I'm 85 panic, minutes. Yeah. But why yeah. are you trying to hold it? Yeah. And I, was it from there they got the goal? We never really truly regained possession, I don't no. think, or we never sort of grasped the whole of it. I would have gone for it, and then even if it was a goal kick, if you've gone up for a goal kick, you're still wasting. Yeah. Would, this is the question I thought, and it was after, that he was based on the subs that were made about that time. 
Do you think that we should have started with McAlinden rather than Clark? Yeah. I kind of got I've... a bit confused when you brought on Clark. So I was thinking, well, keep on Clark, because at least... Okay, debates on whether you think he played well or badly, I guess we'll move on. Sorry, sucked. So, yeah. Mm. But it'll at least hold up the ball, mm. which is what you need if you're 1-0 up and you're trying to see out the game. Um, I think the other thing with the short corner is Lee Evans held it in the corner. Now, why don't you just have someone like McDonald who's... You know, got a bit more strength about him to hold it in there. If you, that's mm. going to be your tactic, um, I'm not a fan of short corners or no. time wasted. No. Oh, Apart from we're winning and it's two minutes left and we need to get the win. No, <laughs> it just annoys me. It really annoys <laughs> when people time waste. Really does annoy me. Uh, let's talk about Leon Clark then, who obviously is divining opinions all the time. I think. He did okay today. I think he held the ball up when he needed to. It was just that he's such a completely different player to Dicko. Dicko will run those channels. It's, he, not... it's almost like he's waiting for the ball to be delivered to Scott, him. Even Sky picked up on this and said that our attacking midfielders don't have the same time because defenders aren't worried about where Dicko's going. Clark. No, but sorry. Yeah, no, but when Dicko's on, they're worried about where he's going, oh, so okay. they're marking him more closely or they're trying to watch for his runs rather than the attacking midfielders' runs. When Leon Clark just see, I'm. I'm so glad, almost glad that I couldn't come here last week because if we'd had a swear box last week, I'd have cleared the national debt of Ireland. He was so useless against Bolton that it was just embarrassing. I honestly think that we're wasting our time and with whatever we're trying to do with Leon Clark. McAlinden is a different sort of player to Dicko, but he's more he's he's more of the same mould and he's more of a threat because he keeps defenders on the toes. Leon Clark waits for the ball to come to him, which is one of the first things you taught not to do as a kid. He's lightweight considering the size, and he's not. He doesn't offer a phys- he, he offers no physical threat. He doesn't attack. The the biggest thing being he doesn't attack the ball. I can't see a positive to playing him. And if I've been very hesitant to ever try and question what Kenny Jackett does, but if Kenny Jackett honestly believes that Leon Clark could play number ten for Wolves, I'd be very surprised to see who he number ten signs in the future. If without Dicko, if he's looking at who he's going to play. I can see him playing Clark more than McAlean just for experience. Mm-hmm. The end of the end, Clark, I know get... he's got more experience at first team football, the even o- at this level, than McAlean. I, I, I still think Clark gets into good positions. The only thing, oh, really yeah, he gets into him, but then he doesn't attack the ball. Well, he did the, when he was offside. Mm. That was great movement, great, great yeah, movement yeah. across great. the line. But, he's um, but the best thing is. He still took the shot because he didn't know he was offside and he still missed when it was harder to hit the target. Well, not really because... Harder it, than to hit the target. Sorry. The only thing he had to aim for really was the goalkeeper. It would have been very, very hard to have got that in at the far post looking at the angle and where the goalkeeper's positioning was. You've got it at the target. I think, I think if he hits the target, he's hit, that all he's hitting is the goalkeeper. I think if you pause that and look at the angles, the only thing he can really hit is the goalkeeper. What we need is one of those... Just hit the target. Monday Night Football Gary yeah. Neville style. Yeah. Now, look at this. <laughs> Well, from Yorkshire. <laughs> um, yeah, in my head. <laughs> um, I, I just thought in the first half the service to him was was very very poor, and he he had nothing to feed off. But the I best bit of play that that Wolves played in the first half was when Clark held the ball up and played that little ball through to Savile when Savile was running off from deep. But I think Sky called it right when they said that the reason we were struggling in the first half is because the. De- they were, it was easier to close down because they were. It was easier for Reading to push up because mm. we were lacking, we like, we which, like which, which is which is true. And I totally agree with that. And I don't want people to think I'm like Leon Clark's biggest fan because I'm certainly not. I just think sometimes it's easy when someone's a scapegoat to, the to only, point out all their bad bits. Mm. Um, but 
if I could remember what I was going to say, it would have been quite. Okay, I'll give you. A, I'll give you a second. <laughs> the only re, the only time for me, Leon Clark starts the walls is a four four two. That's what yes. I was going to say. Because you say he doesn't do um, move. He doesn't move particularly. But he does give you a bit more height. For, for the football manager fans out there, he's the deep line forwards to Nuidico's advanced forward. Or See, I'd go, there's, to, there's, I'd go I'd target go. man poacher. Yeah, I'm a target man poacher. I don't think he... I, yeah. I think he completely lacks... Like Uluumu and Phil. Yeah. I'm the Quinn and Phillips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He completely lacks the physical presence at the minute. But there's, but there's your problem with 4-4-2. Wolves can't play no. that 4-4-2. Every time Wolves have attempted it, <laughs> we've had to go revert back to... Which is why Clark shouldn't be in the team. And then you start McAlinden, who hasn't played 90 minutes this season, so he's probably only got about 50, 60 minutes in him anyway. I'd rather have 50, 60 minutes with McAlinden up there at the minute and try and retain the system that's allowed us to come. I mean, I suppose the biggest irony is it's the game where we've probably scored the most goals. I can't think, unless we've already scored, if we scored we three. scored three against Blackburn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So other than one yeah. game, it's our second highest scoring game. I don't think Clark contributed to any of them. Well, this obviously brings back up once again the ongoing striker mm. uh, I read something situation. On, we've got Kai Kamara. Yeah, I was going to I read something on that crap. I, I, I've never heard of him. He, he, he came to, from Kansas. America. Yeah, yeah, he came from Kansas. Went to Norwich. And he was at got released, did a season right. in Middlesbrough and got released because he's not very good. Yeah. <laughs> so this, so I was having cousin. to think of this after <laughs> the game and I know here on Wolves Fancast we're very much a big fan of this particular player, but does this mean that come November, if we'll still haven't found anyone, <laughs> Luke smiling, um, does this give Siggy a chance? Definitely. I, yeah. I know that I know that potentially Siggy could come back and he could go, look, I want to move back, and we'll go, okay, fair enough, we're moving on, moving on. But if he comes back and Wolves are still looking for someone, he can score at this level because we've seen it. Why? Why not give? Why not say Siggy, look, oh. you're back, you've done well in, with Mars. How's he been getting on? He was top scorer at one point, was and then it? he got injured. In the league or for that club? Uh, for the club, I believe. But then he got injured. He's, I think he's just coming back from injury. But surely that is an option. For, for we're think, not going to give Doyle the chance. I think with the technical football manager that we're playing, I don't. I think that Siggy would be suited to it. I, I, can't, I still kind of don't really understand why he hasn't had a chance. It's and it's I think it, I'd rather have him there than Clark. I'd rather have him there than Cassidy, who coincidentally, and this is coming from me, I'd rather have playing for Wolves than Clark at the minute. I'll throw, that out. I'll, throw, I'll, throw, I'll throw that out there. I thought at least Clark Cassidy, this is what I was been wanting to say for a little while. I think that Cassidy, despite his lack of ability to shoot or hit the target, offered more going forward and I think eventually he'd pull something off. I don't know, I've seen his miss against Peter the other week, my word. But I don't watch football that late. <laughs> <laughs> Too beneath him. I've just I've just googled Kai Kamara. He looks like um. I'm trying to think of something. A bleak. nice a nice person. He looks like a nice person. He looks Siggy. like a drug dealer that you would have seen on Lost. I I, th- I think Siggy. Yeah, he does look sort of like he's, he's a bit off a wire. I think I think yeah. Siggy is technically the best footballer we have on our books. I just think his technical ability is superb. His ball control, his technique, and as well, he's, he's, I, he, I think he's quite strong. He's decent in the air. He's got pace. He's got strength. I think he would be suited for that lone striker and, position. And can well, I also that's point why, out, um, stole back and brought him in in the first place, wasn't it? Because his main aim was to kind of give him a season and then play him up top with Sacco just behind it. Sort of for one or another reason it didn't work out. 
after checking Wikipedia, by the way, he has two goals in 11 games for Mould. Yeah, he's crap. So maybe not. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. he was top goal scorer <laughs> for the, the first, first game. game. Yeah. <laughs> I was, and I, also, having done a bit more research into Kai Kamara in the last oh, 10 seconds, apparently he's, age, apparently he's age 30. Yeah. If Kai Kamara is only 30, I'm only overweight on the BMI scale. <laughs> That, there is no way that man is 30. He looks older than God's dog. Has he got one of them <laughs> dodgy Ugandan passports? <laughs> he'll, he'll be nicking the Samueletto celebration that you can then buy on FIFA. <laughs> um, anyone else from the game today that impressed you, didn't impress you in, in, against Reading? Uh, I thought Danny Bath could have possibly been at fault for the first goal. Yeah, Needlessly given away possession. Yeah. That led to the corner. So I'm not saying he's at fault for the goal, but the build-up for the corner... I think Danny Bart could have yeah, dealt with that. Do you think Stephen could have done more? No, because he's blocked off. No, I think Stephen could do the best he could with that. It was a good. I, sp- I suppose yeah. the thing, the thing I thought is was maybe he could have been in front of him. But then again, at the same point, we always say to kids, goal side, goal side of your defender. Sorry, of your attacker. So it, in fact, you know, I just think there's a bo- massive body just... style, wasn't there? Stephen sort of got caught up. It was also it. a great delivery as well. Yeah. you know. He, did most of the work for mm-hmm. him, so all he had to do was make sure he got in front of his man. And I thought Van der Parra did alright when he came on. I don't think he did much to warrant no, I don't think anything. I don't think he did bad, I don't mm-hmm. think he did good, I just mm-hmm. think he did alright. Sacco did much better second half. Yes. He was poor yeah, first half, terrible. again, like yeah. terrible. most of the players, but second half he did sort of. I mean, the, di- the, the mini David Luiz couldn't cope with him in the second half. Even Sky commented on it. Don't worry, it's not David Luiz. You know, we've got. The, the, the prefer- preferential three at the minute seems to be uh, Savile, uh, McDonald, and Evans. Yeah. Which, even I'm a bit gutted to see Dave Edwards out not starting a minute because let's face it, he's deadly. Mm-hmm. Which I kind of struggle to see where they're playing. Who is it? Inter- do you think it's interchanging? Yeah, or? I don't think it's rigid. I think it's quite flexible. Because I, I think I think the only one that stays where he is is McDonald. I think McDonald's always the linchpin mm-hmm. at the back, and then you've yeah. got Savile and Evans. I think yeah, sort where, of how. Um, they usually present it as a two and a one just in front. I think how more likely it kind of lines up is you've got McDonald's sitting and then you've got the other two are slightly further forward. Because the thing is, I the thing I like about Evans and I've liked a lot is he, he, when he bursts, I wouldn't want yeah. him to be like the attacking midfielder like there permanently because I think you, you take away his ability to drive and his ability to pick a long pass yeah. or a quick pass. Would you say or... it's quite Paul Scholes-esque? Well, he's talking Paul Scholes-esque, I was just about to say... <laughs> for the for, for the own goal, what did Dave Edwards run to the near post remind you of? A young Paul Scholes. I don't even remember Paul Scholes running to the front post. I remember reading a quote from Brian Robson, who um, apparently um, when he went to you know tra- training with Fergie one time, apparently asked Fergie who the youth team who they were going to let go, and apparently Fergie turned around and goes. He's going, he's going, he's going. Robson turns right to little to uh, Fergie. It's all about the little ginger lad. He says, well, he's got all the ability in the world, but we don't know if he's a forward or a midfielder. And he can't tackle, so we're thinking about letting him go. To which point, like, about two minutes later, Skulls picks up the ball in defensive midfield, runs for about two of them, shimmy faint, top corner. And Brian Robson goes, you don't know very much about midfielders, do you, boss? <laughs> I think... On that basis, that you've never seen Dave Edwards run that far. Dave Edwards just runs. He's a box-to-box direct midfielder. It's not that's very. He's no, not I'm technically massive. I'm, I'm talking about Edwards' runs from 25 yards to 12 or 15 yards behind the defence. Those late runs. No, because I don't think I don't, think, I don't do think Skulls ever scored those sort of goals all the time. 
think it's not what I think. It's not what I think of Paul Scholes. I think the thing with Paul Scholes, you've always got you've got two Paul Scholes in the early part of his career where he did almost play behind the attacker. Bear in mind, you've got a couple of years on me, so yeah. you'd have probably seen Whereas, a bit more of his level of football at that time. This could make you feel odd, but the Paul Scholes I remember, he's, he was a sitting midfielder, and you know he just sprayed the ball out for fun. Oh, that means I'm showing my age, really Yeah, I guess yeah. so. So you've got Lee Evans, who's the old Paul Scholes, and Dave Edwards, the young Paul Scholes. Yeah. And, um, Either way, we all love Paul Scott. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, all in all, then, with Reading. I would have took being gingers just to be like Paul Scholes. I'm not even going <laughs> to Happy with the point then, away from home. We should, we really should have won. We've got the point. Let's look where both clubs were this time last season. Weren't they top? Probably. Or somewhere near it. Exactly. We was a division below. Mm. So it's, a, it's a great point. We're in a great, it's been a great start to the I'm season. I'm feeling positive. I genuinely think we're going to be there or thereabouts, every, which is what I didn't feel at the time. How many points have we on there? 18. 18. Would you, like, would you like me to check? Or so would we, would if, we definitely if we win Wednesday, we've got... To, to get promoted, you need to... Well, for automatic promotion, you need to average about two points a game. You know yeah. Yeah. We would be averaging 2.1. Mm. Do you know what the frustrating thing is? We should have... Yeah. Yeah. Re- re- realistically, we should have beat Blackburn. Sorry, Blackpool. Mm-hmm. Blackpool, yeah. Should have been Rotherham. We should have. Yeah. We should. We should have a clean record in regards. Yeah. To really, if you losses. look at the points where we've kind, we've lost, we've given away. I'd say at least five, if not six points. Mm. Well, if we if, if we'd have taken them, we'd have been three points clear at the top of the table. And everyone's banging on about how good Forest are. And everyone's banging on how good Norwich are. I love it. Also, just on that point that. After we beat Norwich, Luke Thompson talking about how terrible Norwich are going to do this season, terrible, how their manager's terrible, and now they're top of the league yeah. and storming it. <laughs> it's still early. They should be we taught them how to they, do it. They really, no, but they really should be. Uh, their, their squad is impressive. Did I really yeah. say that? You did. You did. Look, let's face it. I know you, I said they were like Wolves when we got relegated. You are. You, 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 you really, confused with Richard. Yeah. 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 I would, I would <laughs> say something. You were not the well. Oracle. <laughs> <laughs> If I was here, I would have obviously picked up the slack, but I wasn't. So, <laughs> just a recap of the table, Regan. Give us a, uh, we've a... got Norwich top on twenty, who have played nine and won six, uh, lost one, drawn two. Forest to a uh, one point below on nineteen, five four zero, so they're unbeaten still. Wolves who were nine nine uh, after nine games, they're doing five three one, and then we're point clear. Uh, sorry, we're two points clear of eighth. So. Basically, it's quite bunched up, yeah. really. Well, that's what but the championship is. If it's, if we'd have said, I mean, I don't think anyone necessarily thought we were going to be there. I think we were only a couple of places above where people might have thought. But to be honest, I would have took tenth now. I think majority of people would have put us about twelfth yeah, this I, season. I, I mean, if you look who if you look who's got who's got twelve points now, and this is a good this is a sign of the championship. We are one win effectively away from being ninth. Or uh, a couple of wins away from being 16th. Uh, Richard, your thoughts on Reading? Just sum up. Yeah, I think um, Reading were good. Definitely first off. Um, I think overall, draws fair result. Um, I don't see it as two points dropped. I know we dropped the lead a couple of times. But I think in terms for Reading, I think they deserved a point. I think we did just because of our first poor half. First half being so poor. These Regan. new these new fangle hippies being all nice to each other. Regan, I we should have won. <laughs> Regan, I want your uh, thoughts on the game in three words. Three words. I need some music to. <laughs> 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 
Oh, yes. No! There we go. Uh, get involved. At uh, WWFC Fancast on Twitter. Uh, Wolves Wolf Fancast Show. Like us on Facebook and comment on there. We've still got time um, because we're only allowed an hour because that's how much the free software allows us to uh, broadcast. Uh, so we're going to talk about the game on Wednesday against Huddersfield. Here's some stats for you, gentlemen, on Huddersfield. Last time we beat Huddersfield in the league, 1997. We've only played about three times since. We won away 2-0. The last time we won at home against Huddersfield was in 1989 in a 4-1 win. You've never been alive to see Wolves beat Huddersfield, have you? At home. Technically, I no, technically yeah. I yeah, might. I Depen- technically, technically, depending on whether it was the begin- it was in the fir- the eighty eight eighty nine or eighty nine ninety. I haven't. No. <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't have thought you would remember if you were alive. <laughs> <laughs> I was a smart ass kid. I knew what was going You've been on. Held up. There you go, son. What's that? Team? Can you imagine you we had lots of The like. Um, Huddersfield uh, won their first game in a while, well, since mid-August uh, over the weekend against Millwall, 2-1. Uh, they're in 20th. Millwall, Millwall have dropped off, though, haven't they? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Millwall, everyone was... Uh, I was meant to say something I shouldn't have done. So everyone was uh, praising Millwall severely at the start of the season. They're, they've dropped off a bit now. Uh, Carl, was it Chris Powell's uh, new gaffer. Oh, um, I to see Chris Powell in a job. I do like Chris Powell. Yeah, he seems like a good So guy. does Jason Roberts. He likes to see him in a job as well, apparently. Yeah, but that's only because Jason Roberts is... Um... An idiot. Anyway, uh, Naki Wells... Fan <laughs> of equality. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Naki Wells is their top scorer with six. Um, obviously, we'll see Adam Hamill back at the morning. Yeah. Um, recently signed Grant Holt on loan from Wigan. Mm. What do we think then, Huddersfield? It, Rubbish. It, Grant Holt's the only, apart from um, th- that one who was at Blues last year, is the only surviving centre forward in football league that is slower than me. It was, oh, Zigic you on the bench. No, Zigic is. But the still think I love Zigic to Arsenal. Um, no, was it, I don't remember that. I don't believe that. <laughs> no, one, no one at Huddersfield a couple of years ago. Oh, who was it now? I can't even think who it was. He scored against us as well. Last time we played, we played Huddersfield because they they were in the they, their fans were in the North Bank because they were selected yeah. us and they were playing in that like the fully light blue rather than mm. the, the stripes and I, I don't think it was like I'm gonna see his name Alan or something Alan Lee Alan Lee <laughs> he's up there with Grant Holt as the slowest professional football strikers you have ever seen I, I personally think Huddersfield are rubbish mate yeah. they're, they're that slow that when they try and run they go backwards. I mean, they had uh, Oliver Norwood, who I think is a good player. He's gone. just gone to play the other uh, Jack Hunt, who when we played them away, put some of the best crosses I've ever seen him on live. Who sounds like a swear word. Has gone. Yeah. Uh, Adam Clayton. Yeah. Gone. The other guy who had the really good beard. He yeah, he done it blue and white. It wasn't yeah, a good beard. If it's, got, if it's that long, it's not a good beard. <laughs> Jack Price is, is just about a good beard because it's trimmed and kept properly. Mm. He, I do rate um, Clayton just look, was it Clayton or sorry yeah, just, yeah. just looked a bit scruffy I, I do rate um, Huddersfield's keeper that Alex Smithies is he still there yep football, football manager legend I was going to say yeah I'll tell you what that's why I rate him what's his, yeah. what's his face the one that you just said Adam Clayton looked like Papa Smurf had been on meth <laughs> Um, they've, oh, they've also got Mark Hudson. Um, yeah, so oh, there, there's another one. Yeah. Uh, well, last time we played them, we lost three uh, one in that um, relegation championship. Season. Yeah, but we got Dean Saunders yeah. in charge. We and can't keep going back to this. That all that was Jermaine Beckford. That was came off the bench and mm. Muller just pulled our pants down, which he couldn't. Do, which he couldn't do last time. Really want to play last game? Him. No, against Bolton. 
carry off the bench against when we played Bolton. He couldn't yeah. do anything. Did he win the penalty? Yeah, he won the penalty. Yeah. yeah, but still, didn't do nothing else. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Wall scored for us that day. Superstar. Just, yeah, just going back there, memories. Uh, team four <laughs> instead then, because we've obviously we've just played uh, Reading. We've got Wigan on Saturday. There's going to be a bit of a rotation. Do you think maybe someone like Van La Palla might get a start? Yeah, he should. Yeah, he should. I, I really like Van La Palla. I think he's a. He's That's a just because you look like him again. Have you not <laughs> noticed? Have you not noticed? If Luke went on like not, take, don't take this wrong way. If Luke went on like a crash diet. For about a week, <laughs> I just lost like half a stone. He'd look like Van Lepar. I'd look nothing like Van Lepar. He would look exactly like Van Lepar. I think we've got to go. He came in. Well, same defence, isn't it? That's not going to no. change. No. Ricketts Rick wasn't on the bench. No, Ricketts Rick has got a hip problem. Yeah. According to Tim Nash, okay. and will be out for a little while. Yeah, he's uh, he's had it since North, the Northampton Cup game. I'd, I'd like to assess Dowdy's ankle in the morning. Mm. See how that is. Just pop round your house. Yeah. How are you? <laughs> That's all I don't get. As someone that's had a lot of ankle trouble in my time, and I mean I've torn ligaments in my ankle, etc. I don't get it. I mean I know their feet. And then, well, like when, you saw, you saw Will yeah. down yesterday. When you roll your ankle, it's bad. painful as well. I'm surprised he carried on. And Doherty, I mean Doherty looked like he'd been shot. I mean it, it just God show these modern day footballers are just, just warriors. Athletes. They're warriors, mate. They're just athletes. Midfield, midfield. I will go. McDonald and Evans. Back yeah. just quickly back to defence. I would give Ebanks a, a run out. I, I possibly would as because well. I think right he, I think and it's in the in the modern game. I think that with the uh, fullbacks becoming more complete players and more attacking players as much as anything else. I think Doherty's very good going forward, and it was it, we only saw it in League One. But I think that Ebanks Lander is probably one of the best forward going right backs I've seen at Wolves. I thought that whenever he went forward, he looked a threat, and he's got mm. a shot on him. And he scored that goal he scored against Orient was absolute mm. belter. I think Dicko will be back Wednesday. Mm. Forgot to say, rest in peace, Bonnecloth for ten years. I don't know whether we're back Wednesday. To be honest, I think they're they're not like, I think if Huddersfield aren't as good as we think they're not, or are, whatever words. If I they're as you, poor as we think they are, there yeah. we go. Then I think, he might, I think he'll have him on the bench, but I think he'll potentially start mm. Clark again, try and give him you one don't more. Think no, um, having read, then. Ha- it could, it could start having read though, the website today, the idea of not involving Dicko today because he could have been was that he would play Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised if he was on the bench still. Though. Or it comes on the second half when it, we're we, desperate to score. We goal. might sign that Zambian on Monday, and he might start. Is that yeah. Kai Kamara? No, Mayu, Mayuka. Well, that's gone quiet though. The Mayuta. He'll call me. I've seen the Zambian manager been out in the press saying <laughs> if he wants to play for me, he's got to play first team football. And you so, can't remember. So, 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 Where's he from? So he's a free agent. He's Southampton. Southampton. So he was signed for someone else then. Probably. Yeah. 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 Um, also got a big game on next Saturday as well against Wigan. So mm. you don't know. They're rubbish as well. They're not. They're, yeah. they're not the 18th. They're they awful. Yui Yui Rosler is he's struggling. Should have started with Brentford. His granddad bombed the Stretford end as well, in case you didn't know. So that's got to be one of the best football shows ever. You, his granddad bombed the Stretford end. Uh, midfield, do you think Sabal will start again? I think, I think he'll drop down to the bench. Who for? I'd give Jacobs Edwards. a go. Jacob. Yeah. Jacob. Yeah. I, think the Jacobs, I think that Jacobs has been incredibly mature as well. He was the starting attacking midfield the last year, and he was class. I think that Edwards, I think that Edwards will start. As the as the mm. attacking midfielder, and that's good because he's deadly. Um, and you might see Jacobs as a second half sub. I think that Savile needs a rest. I think he looked a bit tired at points today. 
You never know. I thought the shovel played all right. He did, okay. I don't like his hair. It's, it's all over the place. Yeah, it's, 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 a it's a club that has fine hair tradition as we do, with the likes of Eggett Johnson and... Siggy, Henry, Evans. Yeah. I'm going to say this, Lee Evans. He's a good-looking... Oh, nearly said some of that. He's a good-looking lad, isn't he? Oh, that, that thing that you tweeted, tweeted he does look about like he's, coming, yeah. coming on. He's, he's the next... You know, I like Vinnie um, Jones went into films, but his football career went off. I could see Liam and did about like ten years just making a break for Hollywood. Is it like the new uh, the Zac Efron of the team? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the half from the it's team. It's like you know, like he, do, he could fit into I one direction. We could put him on non contract terms, and he could I go and start singing with I him. think you said before that obviously Danny Bart gets fanboyed a lot. If you were to make up a boy band of the uh, Wolves players, because I think you could easily could. I you'd think have Liam. Scott Goldberg. You'd have Scott Goldberg. Yeah, 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 come on. There's always only one. There's always only one like mixed race or black lad that can rap. It's just the law. <laughs> you got Goldball with his fre- with his fresh prince cut. <laughs> High top. High top. Yeah. It's, it's, fre- it's the fresh prince cut. Uh, you love Lee Evans, Danny Bart, Scott Goldborn, James Henry. Just a bit of the. Uh, yeah. Nah, he's a bit tall. With Stim and be with uh, Jason Orange, who's just never allowed to sing in the background. <laughs> no, he's left. Um, oh has got to be five, and we've got our three. Now who's our remaining two? I think McAlinden, there's always one young yeah, one that you've, not, you've got yeah, no yeah. idea why they're there. That's Mini McAlinden. Mini Mac would be in there. And then, I know, I could see K Mac in it as well, just for like, or Doherty. There's always an Irish one in a boy band. It's, it's Doherty. <laughs> there you go, Doherty because he's Irish. Mini Mac, well, he's Irish as well, but still, he's yeah. Mini. Lee Evans. Lee Evans, Danny Barton, Scott Goldberg oh, on the raps. We, we've got good reputation with uh, Scott Goldwyn now. Can we give him a phone call? See if we can do some rapping for the fancast. <laughs> Wolf's Direction. That's uh, the new book. Let's have our uh, predictions then for the end of this live uh, podcast for the game on Wednesday against Huddersfield. Luke Thompson, what are you going for? Huddersfield will win. Huddersfield will win? Is he said that? No, okay. Huddersfield will. Okay. will. <laughs> we will win. Um, it did sound like we'll win, to be honest. We will beat Huddersfield. 2-0. 2-0. Okay, Richard, which predictions? 3-1. Uh, 3-1. Regan, score win? No, well, you can't, can't be a non-score win, can he? Um, I'm going <laughs> to put it out there. 2-0. I'm going to go with Luke. 2-0. 2-0. I'll, oh. say what, I'll even call first goal scorer. Come on. Dave, because he's deadly. Cheers, cheers, thanks. Uh, well, you know, I'm not, come on. Obviously not you. You're, you're, you're not deadly. You're about as scary as a kitten in a bag. Um, and that is where we'll end uh, this live podcast. Thank you very much for listening. If you've joined us, it will be on SoundCloud and iTunes as well. If you haven't been able to catch up or you just want to listen to us talking about walls again. Uh, we'll be back next week to talk about the game against Wigan. As I say, if you do like the work we do, please vote for us at the Football Blogging Wars 2014, footballbloggingwars.co.uk and wallsfancast.com to find out more information. But for this live podcast, bye from Regan. Au revoir. Bye from Richard. Don't forget to vote for me for best new blog as well, please. Oh, yeah, he's got that plug in. He's got <laughs> it in again. <laughs> to be honest, this is the best thing I've met you before today. Even <laughs> I plugged you. Yeah. Uh, bye from Luke Thompson. See you later. And it's bye from me. Thanks very much for listening. We will see you in next week. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. 
Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.